And welcome to Crosstalk on the CGMRadio.com network, where we bring together the hosts of the CGM Radio network to talk about the hottest and most pressing issues of the day. With me, Bob Siegel from The Bob Siegel Show, Jim Barry with Since You Asked, gentlemen. Welcome back to Crosstalk. Great to be here. It's always good to be with you guys. And back in the saddle with a, a little bit of a little bit of a uh, spring and, and summer break <laughs> is someone who very familiar to this show JP from JP's political matrix is not only relaunching and rebooting his show he is going to join us on crosstalk today the as well prodigal so JP, returns the pro- oh, glad to be here after a long <laughs> hiatus uh, and it was not covid related but I am so glad to be back, and fellas. Wait a minute! I, Everything's COVID related. Oh, sorry, I, sorry. It was anymore? COVID related. They of were course, paid it was very handsomely yeah, for, my, for my treatment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it, yes. If, uh, if so someone I'm goes here, and I'm excited, and uh, man, thanks for having me back. I'm looking forward to rebooting my show. We're so ready to get rocking. Well, the only reason we decided to like... have you back was because of COVID. COVID. <laughs> Thank you. Everything. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's COVID. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 I. I, I get that. Yeah. We're. Um, you know, going to have lunch with someone later this week, I'm sure, and it'll be because of COVID. So absolutely. So this is uh, <laughs> this has been, uh, you know, and I want to say a few things. Uh, number one, so I am I am a CGM Radio home base. Uh, so I'm I'm my audio is coming in a little bit clear. The other guys are on Zoom, which is why the audio quality isn't quite as great. Uh, so just wanted to mention that, um, and then also to my World News Brief. Listeners, I this is Ryan Holland with World News Brief, and I just want to let you guys know that I know I haven't done a, a lot of regular shows recently, and I was kind of planning on doing a regular show this week, but given what has transpired in the past week and a half um, and the, the gravity of it, I really wanted to in, invite the other CGM radio hosts to come on and uh, kind of uh, discuss and, and delve into uh, what's going on? I I just think uh, the the spiritual and intellectual capital on this network is through the roof, and I really wanted to to have that on on my show for this week. So, world news brief listeners, bear with me. Should be back to regular shows soon, but I wanted to uh, bring these guys uh, these guys on because this is. You know what we've seen is is pretty unbelievable. So, uh, gentlemen, let's let's dive right in. I'd love to get y'all's initial thoughts or any other news items that uh, you uh, you might want to to talk about. Um, whoever would like to go first, just kind of j- uh, jump on in. But what are your what are your th- thoughts or anything you'd like to share on Afghanistan? Go right ahead, guys. <laughs> well, we have a bumbling baboon as president. That's where I'll start. Just get that out of the way. Good job. Just get that out of the way. Look, How do you I, really feel, Bob? <laughs> I don't mind withdrawing from Afghanistan. I, I know President Trump wanted to do that anyway. I don't have a problem with that. I was never of the opinion that we should have stationed ourselves in Afghanistan or Iraq. But let me qualify what I mean by that. I believe we should have attacked both countries and punish them for the terrorists that they harbor. But after doing that, we need to get out. There's a difference between waging war and nation building. And this idea that was made uh, popular with Colin Powell under Bush, if you broke it, you bought it. I've never bought that myself. I think that if a country's harboring terrorists or wages an attack, we go in there, we bust things up and we say, we'll be back if you bug us again. 
and it is not our responsibility to do nation building. You overthrow a dictator, whether it's the Taliban, whether it's Saddam Hussein, we've given you a new start. We've given you a new lease on life. It's up to you. We're leaving, but you watch it or we'll be back. Now, having said that, I don't have a problem that Biden continued the idea of us leaving, but oh, what a way to leave without any plans that you could see, without any protocol, without any safety measures to get the Americans out of there. It's just a an unmitigated disaster. And then there's this guy that Obama let out of Guantanamo Bay, and he's over there masterminding a lot of it. I could go on and on, but there's other voices here. Take it away, guys. Nope, you hit it on the head. It's a disaster. And it could have been a it could have been easily a, a methodical approach. And we could utilize so much of our technology. I think uh Jim, you mentioned it in pre-show. We were discussing how uh there's been some amazing interviews and some amazing insight. Uh, I believe uh, was it Laura Logan? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she had cited uh, the technology that could be utilized. And you know, she does a very good job of research and 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 coming to the the forefront with a lot of information that a lot of folks it would take us hours and hours. And her team is fantastic. So she 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 discusses the technology that could be utilized to to take this and and keep it under control even moving forward. And I think that's what we've lost. We we've lost. We have this administration has no desire. And, you know, we almost in these conversations talk as though it is an administration that is there to do the job of protecting Americans. It is there to do the job that we are used to seeing done, uh, at least most recently by a, a solid leader. But, guys, I don't I don't fall in the camp of of pretending that the Biden presidency is anything pro-american and is there for anything other than something sinister and dark that uh the world might consider a conspiracy but it's really not it's just a a, a it's an anti-american mindset that has taken control and and yeah its basis is in evil i believe uh and 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 it is absolutely uh, not what we're used to. Somebody's pro-American. We're going to make America better. This is complete opposite. I've never seen such a, a turn towards complete implosion of our country almost on purpose. It is, yeah. it is reckless. It is, oh, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. But we talk as though Biden and his administration is some kind of regular presidency. I can hardly even say that. I, that's a premise I, I don't I can't camp there because of everything he's doing. It's just absolutely uh, against everything we know to be what the Constitution has, has told the presidency to do for America. You know, uh, one of the problems I have is you know I I see this guy I hear him speak from time to time uh, when they let him out of the, the basement and he just doesn't seem to have the brain power to come up with something um, so nefarious. So, so I don't think that it's Biden. I think he's just there. He's a figurehead. I want to know who's behind all of this stuff. Who's really making these decisions and, and, and um, moving him to make these decisions. That's right. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, and that, that concerns me greatly. Is there, you know, the man behind the curtain who's, well, there's who's Satan. And then there's the other S called Soros. Yeah. And then there's Alexandria <laughs> yeah. Ocasio-Cortez. You it nailed goes it. On and on and that on. is right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, AOC, I, I don't think that she's smart enough to be putting this stuff together. Soros concerns me and there's a lot about him, but 
you know, somehow they're getting stuff done. Now, it isn't just money. Um, you know, Trump's got money. There, there are conservatives with money. So it isn't just money, but the money is buying something. Uh, so, so whether they're, they're paying off people or whether they're threatening people, we've talked about this before in some of the shows, you know, the, uh, we get these uh, conservative people on the Supreme Court and then all of a sudden they're not making conservative decisions. So I, you wonder if there's some right. motivation back there, if they're being either threatened or bribed. And, and, uh, <clears throat> but Biden just hasn't impressed me uh, really long before he was the president, long before he was vice president. He just doesn't seem like a guy that's got the, the tools to do something on such a large scale uh from from his own he doesn't have dementia. the tools he no. is a tool and he oh, was long before he <laughs> got right. dementia yeah he has yeah. never been the sharpest tool in the shed yeah i believe that if he had full capabilities and faculties he'd be making exactly the same decisions right now as it yeah. happens though i agree he yeah. probably is not the one making the decisions it's the man yeah. behind the curtain well and ultimately when you step back and you look at the bigger picture of what is going on here, I think everything that they could possibly want has happened and is happening and is unfolding. I'm of the personal belief. I could be wrong about this. Uh, this is this is a theory right now, and I think over the next few years, maybe even decades, the perhaps the truth will come out in official documents and so forth, but... I, I simply, this was too big. This Afghanistan debacle was too big of a debacle. It makes me wonder if it wasn't a debacle, but deliberate. Uh, because I don't, I just simply don't think if, you know, the four of us, uh, if between any one of us, if we were the president of the United States, you know, right now, boom. Uh, Bob or Jim or JP, you're the president. Okay, uh, sir, we need to pull out of Afghanistan. You go, okay, well, first thing you say, okay, well, how many Americans are there? Okay, what about the people that helped us, the translators and all that? Okay, what are the ramifications? Okay, yeah, let's just kind of do this plan. Oh, oh, wait, oh, Trump already had a plan? Oh, he already had, okay, oh, wait, a few months ago, they sh they uh, chucked that plan? Okay, no, 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 okay, let's bring that plan. What is that plan? Okay, boom, 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 okay, we'll go. Like, this is not difficult. This is like, and I, I understand that the that we have some issues with some just woke tard generals that are just truly evil. They're diabolical. They they hate America. They hate our troops. They want to poison poison them with this this critical race theory garbage mm -hmm. and and want to uh, promote marks on them and stuff. I I get that, but even they can't be this stupid. I, I, I don't believe it. I believe this was deliberate. Now, what's what's happening as a result of this mega debacle? So we, we go in 20 years ago. Uh, the military-industrial mm -hmm. complex is loving it. We're spending trillions of dollars, thousands of troops lost. We've now lost billions of dollars in equipment. The Afghan army, uh, the I'm sorry, the Taliban now has an air force. They didn't yeah. have one before. I mean, they'll probably crash three-fourths of the planes or something. They have no idea what they're doing, but right. they can learn. You know, China is working with them. Iran is yep, working yep, with them. So yep. the big point, I've kind of gone on, but the big point in, in all of this, and what's happening now? Now you've got uh, Biden picking up 
I mean, they're taking thousands, tens of thousands of Afghanis. Where are they going to put them in? You know, disperse them amongst Middle East countries? No, they're bringing them back to the U.S., which is what they want all along. And so, you know, to what to what you're saying, Jim, in terms of, you know, what is going on here? What Who's controlled? There, there's got to be something more. To me, it seems like everything that they would want, whether it's the, you know, the military, uh, appeasing the military industrial complex and taking Islam and spreading it throughout the West. And when you do that, you're, you're spreading a totalitarian ideology, an anti-freedom totalitarian ideology. They'll take what they can get. Because um, Islam and the communists are partners. Now, eventually, the Islamists will cut the heads off the communists, but they'll work with them for now. Right. That this is why I believe this. I don't. Maybe it was again. But when when take the January sixth incident uh, for example, when the left gets everything they could possibly want out of that, including fifty or so political prisoners rotting in D.C. right now. Um, it makes it makes me it makes me wonder if they weren't part of the plot. And the same thing here, when the left is getting everything they could possibly want, and including the dispersion of of, of tens of thousands, if not more, uh, Muslims throughout the West, um, you know that that makes that makes me wonder if this was not uh, a debacle, but rather it was deliberate. And. Compared to a few things. Okay, remember Benghazi? Yeah. How many people did we leave behind there? You know, a handful. Thousands of Americans, as you said, they're bringing Afghan people to this country and leaving our own people there. I don't know. I don't understand that other than that what you're suggesting, that there is an, a strategy involved in this. Um, yeah, I Meanwhile, yeah, go ahead. no one's looking at our border, the Mexican yeah. border. That's... That's not even a concern right now. And people are just flooding in here. Hundreds of thousands uh, a month. Yeah. I mean, it's so, ultimately, and it's ultimately all about, and it's not necessarily just about spreading communism or totalitarianism. It's about bringing in all the people they believe that they will, will ultimately vote Democrat. Because yeah. it's ultimately about one party rule, the communist one party rule. And yeah, Republicans will still be around, but they'll be useful because Republicans will still give a, a guise of, of democracy, right? If it's just one party, well, then it's communist. But if you have a permanent Democrat majority, and but you still have some Republicans, then you can still look mm -hmm. like you have a, a, a yeah. typical uh, Western-style democracy. But but ultimately, I I just, yeah, so I don't think the border, they could shut the border. Uh, look, and, and they're going to sit there and they're going to tell us that everything that they're doing is for our safety and everything that they're doing is to protect us from COVID while they keep while they keep the border mm -hmm. wide open and yeah. then they ship these people all throughout the US, COVID positive people all throughout the US. And you're just sitting here going, doo -doo 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 -doo. I mean, we've we it's we've talked about the twilight zone so many times that it's getting old, but at the same time, it's it's the best so analogy, I think. So, you, you know, it, it sounds like you're suggesting that there, there is a, a, an organized conspiracy to, to take over this country. That's Absolutely. what that describes well, to me. Just because well, conspiracy theorists get laughed at, that doesn't mean that we don't occasionally have a real conspiracy. Yeah. I know there's been a lot of really idiotic conspiracy theories. This is not one of them. Yeah. No, no. Not when China's got a thousand year plan. 
and we've got a four-year plan. It's a, they have a plan and it is to take over, not just the United States, but the world. So they have, they have, they have a lot of vision, don't they? So yeah. they are, they're going to come in and fill a vacuum uh, that that's being left Afghanistan. If in fact we were going to do this right, we'd have an approach that would leave behind uh, the warning. But again, we, that would be on the premise that this presidency is, is for us and for the American people and for America's growth and safety and, it's just not. What's happening is America uh, right now, because of this weak leadership, it's not even it's just this this puppet. And you're right, fellas, call it a conspiracy, but something's going on out there and it is it is not pro-American. And uh, there is going to be a vacuum remaining in these areas as Joe Biden continues to implode uh, in in uh, his first hundred whatever days. Uh, where are we now? How many days are we? It seems like it's been three years. Two hundred something. Oh, okay. I love seeing him implode. Unfortunately, the country is imploding along. We with are gonna. Yes, that's the dilemma. The vacuum is being left vacated. But but the good news is, and again, I always keep thinking back. Okay, Lord, we didn't have Trump, but for Obama. So there are some good things that had come. Now Trump first time. Uh, came in and won uh, on a word and a prayer, prayer on our part. Please do what you say you're going to do. He won. Then he ran and overwhelmingly won. Statistically, Joe Biden couldn't win based off the number of votes that Donald Trump got. But that's a whole nother story. And we're hoping that comes out someday. And that's a whole nother show. But that's the kind of thing we hope this vacuum will be filled with is the pendulum swinging. And we say, oh, but for all of that, we would not have had our laws strengthened. We would not have had leadership step in. We would not have had rhinos exposed. All of these things, we are hoping that this grand conspiracy gets a light shined directly on it. And we realize in the cockroaches who they are and how to fix this. And that, you know, we don't know how it ends. Uh, ultimately, we, we, we do. But right now, we don't know where we are in that history where, uh, you know, is this going to be, again, a vacuum filled with a strong leadership that actually ultimately looks back and says, hindsight's twenty twenty. We had to go through that or we wouldn't have cleaned house. That's that's the hope. <laughs> there is hope in that. And you can call that yeah, a conspiracy. That. Yeah. But I tell you, we wouldn't have had provided any. the church stands strong and does not compromise. That's that's well, well I, I think because good I, point. I, I know I've said this before on Crosstalk. Mm -hmm. What God sees the evangelical pastors doing or not doing is going to have a lot to do with whether or not God rescues the entire nation. Well, I don't know if it's a if I know we understand, but. It, could it be just one praying grandmother? I don't know. I don't know where God's heart lies in some of that. I, I but you're right. There's going to be yes. faulty, broken, fractured people in this faulty, broken, fractured world that we yeah, live in. Yeah. And God's mercy and grace is new every morning. And so we have to hope and pray that he is revealing. And those people have a price to pay, Bob, that, that are going to, to give in or sacrifice their, shep, you know, their shepherding and their flock for in leading them astray. I don't know. I just, I pray that the church is strengthened, you know, in some parts of the world right now, they are strengthened their faith. There are martyrs going on today. Right. Right. And there are things going on today that we as spoiled Americans don't consider or think about in the grand scheme. Cause we are spoiled and, and we're in our, you know, we go yeah. to Walmart and grab a head of lettuce. Yeah. 
there's a. I think I Bob, you're muted. Conflict. I have this conflict because um, I, I love this country. I love the lifestyle that I'm afforded by living in this country. Um, but at the same time, there's this paradox. I, I'm, I'm part of a kingdom that is not of this world. And so I would love to see us recover as a nation. I would love to see revival. I would love to see people turn uh, and, and all of that. But I also know, reading history, reading the Old Testament, there aren't any guarantees on that. And, and I have to have an alignment with something even longer lasting and more powerful than just this great country. And so my, uh, what I fall back on is I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. Whatever else happens, you can't take that away from me. Now, you mentioned it. There are, there are Christians on the planet right now that are being martyred just for being Christians. And I always thought, well, that can't happen in this country. Uh, I don't know. Well, when Antifa shows up to a group of worshipers in Portland and is harassing them and throwing mm-hmm. fireworks at them and stuff, I mean, dressed in and all, I mean, this all black military gear, th- these were not Trump, these were not people doing like a pro Trump rally. This was simply, they had the gall to actually worship Jesus outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the, the left defends them by saying democracy in action. We have to protect their freedom of speech. Meanwhile, a conservative just puts something up on Twitter that isn't violent at all, gets removed. Speaking of Twitter, who has not been removed from Twitter? The Taliban. Yeah. Well, but but here's the thing, Bob. What you have to understand is that Twitter monitors things very closely and so if right, you know right. twitter sees anything this that's not okay they'll they'll alert. remove it now sarcasm here's the thing alert. okay here's the, what do they say they say oh uh you know trump incited people to violence so we have to take them take him off uh, but we say okay well the taliban taliban incites people to violence well the well taliban we can incites people and commits the violence and, right and <laughs> commits them even just incite we're going to kill you right. we kill you and they we're say well we can monitor what the Tal- taliban does well you could also monitor what trump does so but but here but here you go you see again back to my point about the communists and the islamists they work together. And hey, just look at a picture of Jack Dorsey. He looks like he could be a member of well, the Taliban. And the communists and the Taliban and Muslims, they each view the other camp as useful idiots. Both camps will use right. that phrase. Yeah. I'm so let, let, tired of Twitler mm-hmm. and its twin brother fascist book. I've just got to tell you. Um, but we also, the, the premise that we're, we're making there in discussing, well, they're not fair. They let the Taliban do this and they take Trump down for this. Again, we're th- assuming that they're there as business and corporations nope, no. and they're trying nope. to run their business and make a profit. Guys, it's so much bigger than that. There's, you know, there's the conspiracy thing going on again. We hate to talk about it, but all it means is there's something behind the curtain no, happening they're, they're owned with by bigger China. meaning. They're owned yeah. by China. Right well, there now. you go. And and I, I believe that there is more of that that's applicable today than ever has been in history. There are so yeah. many things behind the curtains that yeah. I don't there's think a, we There's can a track. worldwide cabal and the, social, the big social media, aside from the con, more yep. conservative ones like Getter and stuff, are 
are completely a part of it. I mean, they're all working together. I mean, literally, you had a, a, a tweet from Ayatollah Khamenei from 2018 that was talking about blowing up Israel, and it was like still up there after after years. But yeah. they're going to knock Trump off, and 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 what that does is that should help convince people that there really is something going on by pointing by pointing that stuff out. I, I do want to go back to Afghanistan real quick and just say yeah. one thing. In terms of those Americans that are left there, I believe we should do— if we don't do anything and everything possible, including— I don't care if you got to send 50 freaking right. thousand troops, you get uh, the American people out of that country country. If we don't do that, if we don't have the spine and the gall to do that, we are not a country. We do not have a country with citizens. I know they're evacuating people, tens of thousands, but they just say, oh yeah, we've evacuated, you know, 16,000 yesterday and 20,000 a day. But they don't say how many of those are Americans. And we know they would much rather have have the Taliban here in America than they would law-abiding American citizens because a good percentage of those people are going even if it's just a point one percent are violent. That is a lot of terrorists you're importing into the U.S. And so if they don't do that, I don't look. I'm not an interventionist. I'm not talking about nation building. I'm talking about a rescue mission. I'm talking about a rescue operation. And you send a hundred thousand freaking troops. I don't care. We could blow away the Taliban. Now we could just freaking send our bombers and we could blow up Kabul. Screw I agree. One get our people in, out of there. Bomb the place go. good. They right get out and don't come back because the rea- there's another attack. Yeah, the reality right. is this is there. This is a terrorist hotbed. This is a. Yep. This is it. This isn't just kind of a a Gulf region Arab state. This is a. This is like ISIS taking yep. over a country. Like, uh, yeah, we don't need to send a ground troops in. Get our people out and bomb the bleep out of the place and 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 look i'm gonna say this at the same time as as you know jim was talking about that kingdom right look we're i'm a kingdom guy i believe in spiritual sniping i want to be a spiritual sniper i want to i want to snipe out the taliban spiritually i have been praying for for the taliban that they lay down their arms i've been praying for the taliban okay that that jesus appears to them jesus reveals himself Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. that's incredibly important that's number one priority as christians but there is a military solution romans 13 is very clear that god has instituted the governing authorities for uh, for uh the punishment of those who do evil and the praise of those who do right and so there is a new covenant uh, under you know uh, the, the the New Testament way to deal with this military that needs to be dealt with and of course that uh, we need to be uh, on our knees in prayer both for the people that are there that the terrorists would lay down their arms and come to Christ uh, there's there's just a lot to do but we cannot we cannot leave Americans behind God no. forbid can you imagine we're just going to leave these people there uh it, it I don't I don't care how many troops it takes we got to get it's them all out sentence. Well hey yeah. guys all is not lost the United Nations wrote a really severe uh, letter yes to the Taliban yes. and I'm sure Joe Biden's going to tell us soon how he'd like to take one of those two of those Taliban and punch him out behind the gym So we're in really oh. really good hands We are yeah, a strongly yeah, worded letter Yeah 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 Take care I, of corn pop. I want to circle back. <laughs> circle back. <laughs> no, uh, because Ryan, you were talking, and, and you uh, a few times mentioned uh, communism and Islam or Islamic terrorists 
uh, working together. And I'm just just for the sake of listeners that think that's crazy, that's not possible. If you read your history book, you'll find out that in World War II, we were at war with Germany, Japan, and Italy. And though it was called the, the Axis. And those three powers aligned in order to fight against the Allies, though they had completely different ideologies, particularly between Germany and Japan. Uh, they had nothing in common other than a common enemy. So in that sense, it, it is quite possible uh, for Islamists and communists uh, to work hand in hand if they're fighting a common enemy, which would be us primarily. So just, just yeah, a little and, history and Hitler would that. have gotten rid of Japan if they had won because the Japanese don't fit his profile of the no, Sumerian race. That was the, yeah, yeah. Japan was a useful alliance at that time. And they weren't they weren't smart enough to see that if they were to prevail, then Hitler's going to come rolling through and, and wipe out the Japanese. And and uh, but that's kind of the nature of of, of the deception. Uh, you know, the 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 spiritual entities that are pulling strings and that manipulate people's minds and spirits. And uh, and there is evil. There is absolutely evil that is present on the planet. Um, and people are. They are deceived and they're blind. The scripture says they're blind to the God of the sage. They don't. They don't realize what's going on uh, in in that sense. They don't. And well, they and, don't see right and wrong, etc. And, and Jim, and I would just point out even further uh, both a World War II example and a modern example. So in World War II, there's this famous picture of the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, the very first head of the of the Arabs in. Uh, kind of the the newly formed, uh, I mean, it wasn't specifically Israel yet, but in what was called Palestine, uh, uh, Grand Mufti of Jerusalem is a famous picture of him meeting with Adolf Hitler, with him actually Mm -hmm. doing the Nazi salute to Adolf Hitler and calling Adolf Mm -hmm. Hitler a great man or, or something to yeah. that to that respect so that that right there you have the the socialists the national socialists and the islamists and if you look at today geopolitically who do we see as partners working together we see this uh not the, we see russia we see iran we see china we see we see syria uh, all working together very different ideologies but you have well, there's uh, one ideology they all have in common they're all avid anti-semites yeah, that's true. That is a common thread. That is a common thread. Um, and that concerns me in this nation when mm-hmm. I see things happening in America that are anti-Israel. Um, that should be of great concern mm-hmm. to us as believers. Yeah. That's not a winning proposition to go against Israel. It, you know, it um, really isn't. It, uh, and, you know, and even if you know, you, you're not sure if you know, about what happened a hundred years ago in the Jewish immigration and the state of Israel. You don't know your history on that. At the bare minimum, can we not like hate people simply because they're Jewish or simply because they're any other thing? I mean, you you would think at this point in history, we would have a quote, you know, progressed beyond that kind of thing, but, mm-hmm. but it seems we haven't. A good no, old, I don't think we have and, ever in history. And, and let me tell you something, gab.com, which we're, we're on... Gab at CGM Radio News. We're on uh, Gab, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm even Getter now, but um, it's a hotbed. Gab is this like conservative alternative 
to Facebook and Twitter, it's a hotbed of anti-Semitism. I'm telling you, it's bizarre. I had no idea when I got on Gab that that's what it was going to be. And I got into long... Oh, you're muted, Bob. The yeah, extreme that, right and the extreme left are always meeting with anti-Semitism. They do. They do. They've got a, they've got a partnership. And then what uh, all of this speaks to, I think, is uh, we are in a spiritual war. That's the, right. This yeah. is this is That's a bloodbath. <laughs> this it's is a good blood versus evil bath. Everything we're witnessing can be boiled down to just that. And yeah. every show could be boiled down to just good versus evil. You can identify it. Everything that makes zero sense, uh, biblically speaking, uh, good is bad, bad is good. We're witnessing this. Uh, we've seen it in the past, but man, have we ever seen it to such a degree as today? And all of the the the, the third largest wildfires burning in California to to flooding in Arizona, to the volcanoes, to wars and rumors of wars and things are happening. And I know people have said it years in the past, but I tell you what, more now than ever has information been been so at our fingertips and travel, world travel is just a, a, literally tomorrow I could be in Japan. It is, it is more now than ever. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, gentlemen, yeah. can, I, can I pose a question? So... Um, there's a, a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, after I ask this question and get the response from uh, the host, the CGM radio host, uh, I, I want to also kind of talk about what a lot of what a lot of us may be feeling. But I also want to talk about the. We're also going to hit the California recall, so stay tuned for that. So, so the first question I have, and this is something that I've been pondering. So, it God allows certain evils to happen. Right, so let's all throughout history, and but I want to talk about a few things that he allowed to happen recently that resulted in this. He he allowed the the COVID crisis to happen. He allowed the Black Lives Matter, all uh, all of those riots, the Antifa riots. He allowed the steal of the election on November third, and as a as a result of those things especially the november 3rd we now have what we have in afghanistan and god has allowed that to happen so um now you know i'm i don't necessarily want to get into the whole discussion of the problem of evil if god wants to allow certain evils to happen that's his prerogative he knows the end from the beginning this is you know he ultimately knows that if he allows this evil to happen a uh, greater good will will come as a as a result but um but but some people might i mean some people might, why you know if god allowed this then he must have wanted it to happen right oh boy oh no 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 allowing and wanting are two different yeah. things and by the way don't be fooled the devil has to ask permission for everything he's doing or will do yeah here, here's true. a really good question to pose whose will was it that jesus christ be crucified well, ultimately, God's, because Jesus was God. If he had not died for our sins, we could not have been forgiven. But we're told in Acts chapter 2 that Pontius Pilate delivered Jesus over to be crucified according to the foreknowledge of God. And yet, who was it that entered Judas Iscariot and encouraged him to betray Jesus? Satan himself. So you have human beings and their evil on one level. You have Satan and the spiritual warfare on the next level. You have God all the way on the top, manipulating the strings, even strings beyond what George Soros is going to do. 
I can't speak to why God is allowing us to go through what we're going through now. I can speak to the fact that all things work together for good, how that will play out. I don't know. I like JP's image of the praying grandmother because I put more stock in a God-fearing praying grandmother than 20, 30, 40 of our spineless evangelical pastors that are given into woke, given into LGBTQ, given into you name it, just so that they can be popular and not be accused of being insensitive and unloving. But I do want you guys to not miss what's right in front of our face. And it's a miracle. And Ryan, I, I don't think we always look and open our eyes spiritually, physically to see what's around us and the miracles that have occurred. But I want you to know right now that it is, we've all witnessed a miracle the cold and flu have been cured. They've been <laughs> yeah. gone for two yeah. years. Yeah. I don't think yeah. oh. we're going to see wow. any more of the cold or the flu. Wow. All diseases have been cured. The only God, disease that exists disease. anymore is COVID. We, we, it's all it's gone. The only politically correct yeah. disease. Cancer, I think it's all gone. And it's Man. all been cured. So Man, it was really right. a trade-off, Ryan. One you're right. politically you correct disease, that's all we're going to take. We're going to take from the earth the cold and the flu. But I have to leave behind this this pain in the butt cough, potentially a, a lung issue for the obese, diabetic, heart diseased. Yes, there's some issues. The average age of death is 82 and a half. Yes, there's going to be some situations. So, by the way, that's all open to cons- conspiracy as well, because if China created it, wouldn't that be nice to get rid of about a billion, a billion and a half old folks that they consider useless numbers just, you know, by getting rid of the elderly? Especially when that's where the praying old ladies are. Exactly. And by the way, how much is a billion people, how much are they eating three meals a day? So if you think about it as a socialist, Marxist, communist country, makes sense. Get rid of about a third of your people. Hey, can I go on record? I never have and never will be bought by China, even though sweet and sour shrimp to this day Mm. is one of my favorite dishes. But they're not going to be able to get me. (laughs) It's a Japanese meal, right? Let, let, let me um, tackle some of this. And this is from my uh, theological pastoral perspective. But the things we're talking about here, the issue is that God, from the start, gave man a free will. And from the first people on the planet, uh, that was a risk that has, you know, brought lots of consequence. The, the second generation, Cain kills Abel. And it just got worse. And worse. I mean, by chapter six of Genesis, God says, I'm, you know, I'm, I regret that I did this. Didn't take long. That's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. It says it. It grieved God. And so uh, you have the flood, start all over again. And all through history, if you read the history of Israel, God says, look, you've got a choice. If you, if you keep my ways, I'm going to bless you. If you don't, uh, it's going to be bad. So they're in exile. They're overrun back and forth and back and forth. And it's been all that way, all the way through history. It's been that because we have volition, we can choose. And humanity has not had a good track record when it comes to how we've used that choice. Now, God still, as Bob was saying, is on the throne. God uh, will not be beat or surprised or anything, uh, I've always likened it to like a, a game of chess. If I were to play the world master chess player, I, I know how to play chess, but I, you know it would be over really, really quick. Uh, and so God allows us to make moves. He allows us to have free will. 
Uh, and that's where all these problems are coming from. And what we've talked about already a lot, that there is an enemy, a spiritual enemy, Satan, all the different names that he has. And so all of that plays in uh, to why are things the way they are. Um, we are reaping the results of bad choices that we've made. I'm saying we collective as a human race and really this country, this country has uh, as great as it's been, um, we've made materialism more important than spirituality. That's, that's just a reality. And, and even Bob and I have talked on his show, you know, about the whole thing we, we call the, the uh, uh, prosperity gospel that, that crept into the church where it became, you know, somehow everybody's right to be rich. You're not going to find that in the Bible anywhere, but we, you know, we have made choices the church has made choices. Church leadership has made choices. Uh, Republicans have made choices. As, as a whole, the human race has not done well in the stewardship of volition. We, we've tended to choose selfishly, and when we do that, uh, it comes back to bite us, and, and that, that's part of the system. And, and if we would turn and repent, if we would honor God and do things his way, I think things would get better. That's my opinion. No, I think that's how we're buying more time. I think that there are praying, the praying grandmothers. There, there yeah. There's the four of us. There are prayer warriors. There are people following yes, the are. Lord. And there are today people hearing the gospel, the good news that their sins can be forgiven by accepting the wonderful gift of salvation as yeah. Jesus is our Lord and Savior, professing that with your mouth that you are not perfect and you need him. That is happening every day. So yeah. with that, and it's happening across the world, we have an American perspective sometimes, I believe, that uh, we're the, the center of the universe when in fact it's a global uh, thought process that you must go through, which is hard because what, Korea has one of the largest churches in the world. Yeah. We don't think of that. We're kind of insulted by that. Well, come on, that can't be. Yeah. You know, they don't know Jesus like we do. We're American, but uh, and and I don't discount uh, the thought that we we. But that's maybe who we were. But now, as evidenced by our culture, we have definitely drifted uh, one degree a year for fifty years. We're way off course. Uh, even two hundred years, we're way off course, and it's uh, there are still those of us that love Jesus and want people to hear that He is why we're different today than we were uh, when we didn't know Him, and th that the world is is God's perspective, and things are happening across the world, and there are good things happening. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. and that's why we're so taken back, though, uh, because. You know, we we see what's happening with our leadership, but well, I don't know. And and we're here because I believe there are still strong pockets throughout the world. But do I think we're getting close? Like those birth pains, the closer we get to yes. things coming to fruition, <laughs> probably happening. They're they're Seems worse, like and they're they're closer together, and they're happening and happening and happening, and we're seeing it. We're just like Ryan said. My goodness, there's so much to talk about because so much has happened well, within the last two days. Well, it's just crazy. Well, JP, let's let's dive into that, okay? Cuz one much, of the, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, one of the things I wanted to talk about is because I, I love coming and doing these cross talks and sharing news, sharing perspectives, all that's important. I want to do that. Uh, something I, I want to include in these cross talks when applicable is a bit of spiritual shepherding. Uh, and 
that is because a lot of us are dealing with, so throughout our lives, through, you know, I'm 43, through most of my life, I haven't had to deal with the uh, kind of the, the, the gravity and, and the, the extent of the, the, the news that's out there now. So it's like there's one thing after another that's simply unbelievable. One thing after another that we affiliate with the twilight zone. You know, and, and you could say the number of gaslighting that they do to us where they say, oh no, everything is, is X and really it's Y, but no, it's X and you're crazy if you think it's Y because it's X, even though it actually is Y. Um, but we saw, you know, the steal of the election. I remember January 6th watching the, the, the Capitol being breached, and I'm just sitting there going, I can't believe I'm watching this. And then I can't believe I'm watching the response. We've got political prisoners in Washington, D.C. languishing uh, with denied basic rights um and just they're just political prisoners we have uh, a, a regime in power and you know th- that is doing all types of terrible things with the the uh, vaccination mandates i can't I, I understand it's happening but i can't believe it's happening then i can't believe what's happening with afghanistan i can't believe they're about to they're trying again to push through this We the People Act that would t- transform us into a communist nation. Like, there are so many things things that are happening that I cannot, I understand they're happening, but I cannot believe they're happening. And it's not just one thing. It's a bunch of things. And so what I wanted to, uh, what I wanted to ask uh, of the group is, how do we walk through this? How do we, on a day-by-day basis, spiritually, emotionally, how how do we handle this? And what are some maybe some advice you could give to the audience? You could give to me. I'll take the advice on on how we kind of emotionally and spiritually handle the insane amount of insanity. It's an insane amount of insanity. An insane amount of insanity. That's it. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with. I've never had to deal with an insane amount of insanity. Yeah. Maybe a little bit yeah. here and there, but this is a lot in a very short period of time. Year, year and a half. Uh, it's, it, Go ahead, Bob. I'm not surprised that we are where we are. I've, I've seen this coming for years. You can listen to my old radio shows, read my old articles. I would not have thought that it would all accelerate this last two years so quickly. Right. It's accelerating to where I thought we might be in about 10 years. So this, the acceleration caught me by surprise. Where we're at and what we're doing doesn't surprise me at all. There is good news. Uh, the, the figure is up, up, up something like a million Muslims, if not more, a year are converting to Christ. And that's a figure we're getting from Al Jazeera. Who saw that coming? He's not very motivated to want to report that kind yeah. of news. So if even they're saying that, I figure it's probably a lot more than that. <laughs> right. And they're downplaying it. Uh, you talked about visions. I was on a television show. We're talking about five years back now. The television show went out over the Middle East. They brought several panelists on. I was one of them. Ministering to Muslims because so many Muslims are getting visions of Jesus Christ. Somebody mm-hmm. mentioned earlier the idea of Muslims yeah. getting visions. The, the reason we did that program 
is it's so commonly known in the Muslim world that those wow. Muslims who are not getting visions feel like they cannot become Christians. And we did our program to say, yes, God does give visions, but you don't have to get a vision to give your life to Jesus Christ. Yeah, we were sure. trying to assure the Muslims who wow. didn't get a vision that they could still get saved. So this stuff's going on. You'll never hear about it on CNN. No, you'll never mm -hmm. hear about it on MS, DNC, or even Fox. You don't hear probably. about it there. <laughs> so th there is there is good stuff going. What we can do, the obvious stuff, the praying. What we can do is not compromise. And when people have trouble navigating, there's so many different. I know so many people who hate what's going on in the government but they've still had the vaccine and others who refuse to take the vaccine. You decide whatever you want about the vaccine, but we must all decide that for those who don't want to take it, we're going to stand by them, even if it means going out in front of a courthouse. And e even if you've had the vaccine mm -hmm. yourself for your own personal reasons, that's up to you. You should be willing to go out in front of a courthouse and be thrown in jail to stand by somebody's right to not take the infernal vaccine we've Absolutely. got to speak out we've got to stop compromising and when a few brave people speak out courage is contagious cowardice is contagious too we've sure seen that in washington in the church but the good news the flip side courage is also contagious i i agree with you there bob and uh i think there's there's this old principle Jesus used to say talk about counting the cost are you willing to pay the price to not only secure your own freedom but what about you know we talked about the other night on the show I have grandchildren I'm concerned about the world my grandchildren might grow up in and so am I willing to pay the price uh, as you said am I willing am I willing to be arrested? if necessary, to stand by my convictions? A am I willing to be martyred in order to stand for my beliefs? And, and in other parts of the world, that's everyday life. But in this country, we're so uh, seduced and in, in so much denial. Uh, you know, people go to church and uh, they just think everything is fine. And, and if they don't have a pastor who's up there telling some truth and, and uh, trying to enlighten people uh, to the, the realities that we've talked about all night tonight, evil versus good and those kind of things, um, they're just kind of stumbling around in, in a dreamland that's not real. And, and so are you willing to pay the price? Now, the four of us, we, we do podcasts. We, we use the media. Bob does a radio show that's just excellent. Um and we, we, we have a voice, but for those people that are listening to this, this program, uh, you would do well to consider what your contribution is. Um, and I think we've kind of created this whole thing. Uh, when I pastored, you guys know I, did, I retired recently. I pastored uh, for 40 years. In the last church, I was the pastor for 18 years. And sometimes people would come up to me and say, Pastor, would you pray? for me. And I'll always pray for people or, the, or they'll say, well, I want you to pray for my family or this or that. And I would always tell people, I'm going to pray for you, but your prayers get to God just as quick as mine do. 
just because I have a title and a degree and, and whatever doesn't mean that my prayers are more powerful than yours. And I think there's been kind of a deception there. People, if, if you're a, a follower of Jesus, if you're a Christian, if you're naming his name, you, know, you, have, you wield a powerful weapon and you can pray. And you can talk to people. You don't have to be in a pulpit. You don't have to have a podcast or a radio show, but you have a voice. So use your voice for whatever audience you have. And, and uh, I think we, we would do well in this country to get back to that. I know that there are pockets of revival going on around the world. And there are places in Africa where, where thousands of people are being saved. And in Latin America, and, and you mentioned the church in Korea, huge church in Korea. I've heard great reports about China. And believers yep, in yep. China, uh, you know, but this country here is just kind of the Christians are kind of asleep, and and so totally we need to wake up. Yeah. Okay, I'll stop preaching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, you go. You're... I think you guys nailed it with the prayer, prayer first, and then uh, be be an action minded Christian yeah. in this world right now. An action minded Christian. A constitutional conservative is what we need, and we need these folks. And you know what's great? Organically, you have seen this. And, and um, you know, I, I saw somebody put up a post the other day, and it was sad but true. Um, the mama bears are the ones standing up. The mama bears are the ones going into these board school board mm-hmm. meetings and taking a stand. I have seen some super amazing men on the critical race theory destroy uh, the, the, the concept, but the mama bears have been the ones going in and standing up for the mask and the mandates and the different things they have really been strong and that's completely organic. And it's not anything other than, than, than we are poking the conservative, leave me alone, liberty loving, freedom loving bears. And I'm wondering in this country, this is where we are different than Australia. We have handguns. We have the ability to uh, own and 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 bear arms we have that and that is our saving grace and uh that is not something we want to turn to but that is what we have in our back pocket that everyone knows is an unspoken strength through peace through i got this and don't come to my house and try to take it kind of thing so that's something australia doesn't have they're unarmed and they are being controlled and taken over right now so if we can pray world prayers for worldwide revival because things are being exposed now more than ever and maybe australia which is a predominantly atheist country will now possibly seek after god and we don't know and again allowing these things it's almost like giving the enemy what do they say about your enemy when they're hanging themselves just keep continue to feed them rope it's almost like, you know, Satan and his demons have gotten so just, they're salivating so heavily. They're excited about what's going on. They cannot hold it in any longer. And they're just exposing all of their cards. And from the Democratic Party to the the racism, to the big government, to the control, the totalitarianism, everything that's happening right now worldwide is being exposed on a grand scale. That, to me, is going to allow another opposing view to come in and say enough at some point. I don't know what that's going to look like yet, but I believe we're setting the stage for that pendulum to swing back and for great things to come forward. And that's why we need to bathe this all in prayer 
ahead of time and then take action at the local level. And we squeeze this thing down to where it squeezes out and exposes all of this, all of this evil that has taken root across our country and our world. Yeah, that's perfectly put. And the, you know, what came to me, and I've, I've thought of this before in terms of how to deal with what's going on, is the only way to be at peace in a war is to fight. If you're in a war and we are in a war, and we want to be at peace in our hearts and in our souls, sitting back and doing nothing about it is not going to fulfill ultimately what we want because then what's going to happen worry anxiety fear all those things are going to creep in but if we fight if we fight on our knees we fight with our voice uh, we use the tools at our disposal we're going to have a whole lot more peace because we're doing something about it uh, something needs to be done, and we are doing something about it. It doesn't mean that the fight's going to be a lot of fun. Now, hey, at times you might get some pretty good adrenaline rushes, actually, out of the out of the fight. So um, <clears throat> there could be some little uh, rewards in there in the midst of that. But if we continue to fight, we'll have that peace at least, you know, we're, we're doing something about it. Not just us, but especially us as believers on our knees crying out to God for his mercy. Um, and then also, I think it's important for people to understand uh, that we have to throw out any kind of defeatist mentality. Ah, it's over for the U.S. Ah, it's over. No. Why Why in the world would we, when we do that, you're simply taking the United States, an incredible country that we inherited, or flushing it down the toilet. That's insane. Um, I'm telling you, Washington... And the Continental Army were up against a lot worse odds than what we're up against right now. And those men died and, and froze in the Northeast uh, to try to secure liberty for this nation. We can, we can pray. We can use our voice uh, to, to promote and, and defend liberty. So I think if we, I think I, I love all of y'all's perspective when you look at it from a global perspective perspective you look at what what is god doing what is what is aslan is aslan on the move yeah he is on the move and he's on the move in all of these places that we don't think about that you know when we go to kroger we take the kids to soccer practice or something like that we're not thinking about the underground church in in pakistan or iran or china that's they're killing it they're ki- i mean they are just they're beasts let's be honest they're beasts, and they're killing it, and they're laying it all down for the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, I know he's working, and and not just spiritually. I don't think we're—we all know we're going to win spiritually, uh, ultimately, in, in, in along the way and in the end, but I don't know that God's done with this country yet. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But I want to pray, and I want to act like there's still hope because there there is. I'm telling you, they don't— the, the, the political capital of Joe Biden, I mean, he's had like a 10-point poll swing. Most Americans think he's handled this terribly. Um, and and the, the minority communities, Hispanics and blacks, are more and more distrusting of that regime. Who knows, guys? And hey, we're waiting on the results of Maricopa County. In my understanding, it was delayed. So the, the yeah. Senate was given, the, the Arizona Senate was given the report 
But then there was a COVID outbreak. So, oh, we can't. Oh, you're kidding. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. I just heard it. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it was. You're just sitting here going, it's. I'm telling you, it's a battle. It's a war. And you're going to have setbacks. And you're going to have advances. You're going to have setbacks. You keep fighting. Well, on that theme of war, because I like what you said, Ryan, about being positive and not being defeatist. But that is sometimes the way people get falsely interpreted when they admit that they're fighting a war. So whereas we need to be very optimistic about the fact that it may not be over for America and God could still come to the rescue, we still need to be very honest about the fact that what's going on in America right now absolutely sucks. It's absolutely evil. And we are in the middle of a war, a war that hopefully will be victorious in, but we've got to point out the enemy. And a lot of people and a lot of fellow Christians just even point out what's going on in America. Well, we've joked about conspiracy theorists, but you're defeatist. You're being pessimistic. We need to be optimistic. We need to trust God. We need to trust Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, trusting Christ is exhibited by waging spiritual warfare not just physical warfare. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness. And, and, uh, well, while all of you have been talking, the the thing that started stirring up in me is you cannot be neutral. You cannot be neutral in spiritual warfare. And even, you know, back to world war two, you know, nations up in, 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 uh, Northern Europe that, that wanted to be neutral, uh, Hitler just said, fine, we'll roll our tanks right through you. There is nothing about whether it's the spiritual warfare, and you guys know where I'm at on it, that, that I feel strongly about the spiritual warfare, but even on the level of trying to recover this country for the values that it was based on and that we believe in, you cannot be neutral about any of this. And there are way too many Americans, and I fear too many nominal Christians who just think, look, I'm not going to get involved. It's, you know, it's not my fight. It is your fight. And it's the fight to uh, preserve life for your children and your children's children. So uh, my appeal is please avoid the mindset that you don't have to be involved, that you can be neutral and let somebody else take care of it. Those days are gone. They are. They are. Amen to that. That is absolutely true. And what if you were neutral in Afghanistan? What if you were neutral in Afghanistan? Like, and you lived in Afghanistan and you were neutral. Now you have the Taliban taking over and the Taliban saying, okay, if you have a girl that is 12 years or under in your home, you need to put an X over your house so we can come and take her away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you Mm -hmm. don't, if you don't do that and we find her, we'll kill all of you. Um, it's and to think that that kind of stuff. Now I don't think the Taliban's going to take over America anytime soon. I think perhaps an American version of the Taliban is in the process of taking over. But that you're right. There is no neutrality. You know, and Jesus made this very clear when he said, "He who is not with me is against me. Exactly. He who does not gather with me scatters." You know, there's a lot of conservative talk show hosts and people that I really like and that, that are promoters of liberty, and I'm happy to partner with them uh, to protect liberty here in America. But but ultimately, if they're not with Christ, they're against Christ. And ultimately, yeah. that is what yeah. we are 
praying for and waiting on his kingdom to come and his will to be done and for him yeah. to set up his kingdom here on earth and Absolutely. and it's happened but you're right we 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 can't we can't be neutral now I did I did mention that we were going to talk about the California recall. Um, we're kind of an hour and three minutes in. So, gentlemen, what do you what do you think about moving on? Uh, Bob, you are a California resident. You're a resident of the People's Republic of. Just have to rub it in. Don't California. Hey, hey, there are plenty of people here in Texas that want to turn us into a communist hellhole too. So, um, but uh, I think we're going to be okay at least for a few more elections. Maybe I don't know. But uh, but so what what I'm hearing really good things, especially with that. It looks like that at least 50 percent of the people are going to vote for recall and that there's someone that such as a Larry Elder that really could um, uh, that really could maybe unseat King Newsom. It's my understanding that Larry Elder has actually uh, he's gained some momentum and he actually has about 20 percent. Uh, of all of the uh, the write-in votes that will occur, that's the way he's polling. Which is, it looks like if it gets through the first vote, is this right, Bob? And then he achieves that twenty percent and and outperforms everybody. That that he's your guy. Is it? Is it? I know there's a couple believe, hurdles here, but is that going on? I believe that's the way on? it works. Here's my report. I'll make this brief and sober and true. If it's a fair election, we're going to get rid of that Claude governor in a heartbeat. However, they're doing everything they can to repeat November 2020. Dana and I already received a ballot in the mail that we did not ask for. They're sending them out to everybody in California. They're doing the ballot uh, harvesting again. If you object, then you're a murderer because they're only doing it because of COVID. Why wouldn't they do all that again? It worked. Right. And for the most part, our courts have been impotent. I know there's some exceptions in some places. So that's my report from California. If it's a real election, yeah, I think there's a very good chance that Larry Elder will be our our next governor. I I love the guy. I don't agree with him. Um, He's pro-choice. He's pro-LGBTQ. I have some real issues with Larry Elder. But compared to Newsom, there's nothing to even think about. I will vote for him in a heartbeat. Nothing to even think about. <laughs> yeah, well, I would even vote for Caitlyn Jenner over over Newsom. That's how bad Newsom is. That's how bad. However, okay. she's not doing, or he's not doing, or whatever you want to call uh, the person yeah. that to watch out for is Larry Elder. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there was one video I saw that where the uh, the lady showed how when you actually put you fill out the ballot and you put that ballot back into the envelope. The if you voted yes for the recall, there's a hole in the envelope in the exact area, the exact place that you no. filled. Yes, that you filled in. Yes, that you want to uh, go with the recall. So, Bob, you received one of these ballots. Did you see that? I have not looked at it that carefully because we're planning on going down and voting in person. We are not voting with that ballot that they mailed us. What you're saying may be true. I never even opened up the. Do you still poll. have? Do you I still have that ballot? I have it somewhere. I, okay, I haven't if you burned if you it res- yet, it should be if, burned. If you receive two, no, no, no. Keep one. Open the other one. And I think the the another controversy was Ryan that the uh, Larry Elder is right on the fold. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to create in the machine 
a kickback that'll have to go to adjudication. And why would they not do this? They got away with it. Absolutely. Why not? This makes they feel self right. I'm telling you, I know I keep saying this. In five years or so, they're going to be bragging that they stole these elections yeah. because they, they bragged the before they stole Hitler. the election. Joe Biden yeah. bragged that he had the most amazing machine and he was going to steal it. And it was it was in and then they'll he just, had nothing to worry about. We, we had to do it. They'll say we had to do it. Yeah. Wouldn't you have wouldn't you have cheated to stop Hitler? I would have cheated to stop Hitler. Nobody ever challenges the premise of who's the real they think we're hitler you're right they think conservatives yeah 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 yeah. we're we're the nazis so bob i would be curious if you could take a look at that for us and i will do that i will do that i had no intention of doing anything but destroying it but i will take a look at it but uh, because that's that's very curious too and hey leave one leave one completely in the envelope unopened so that that could be utilized if you ever needed to send it to the right hands to put it in the right people's hands and say this one i opened and here's how it looks but this one's unopened, and here's your evidence. Doink. We'd have a more fair election <laughs> if they mailed us each an Uncle Wiggly board. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Wiggly board. Okay, I'm, date, I'm dating myself. Dating yourself there, Bob. Wiggly. Yeah, these kids don't know anything. I, let me speak to the California thing because I am a native Californian, grew up in California, and 30 years ago moved to Texas. And at the time, my friends and relatives in California said, are you out of your mind? Why would you leave this? Be- San Diego's beautiful. Why would you leave this paradise? Why would you go to Texas? You know what? Now they all think I was either a genius or a psychic. And, uh, <laughs> now it's the Von Trapp family getting out of Austria at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy to be in the great state of Texas. Uh, we still have liberty here. And you made, uh, uh, you, you alluded to the, the, uh, Possession of firearms, which is legal and encouraged here. And, and uh, you know, I had, when I was pastoring, half of my church carried. And the ones that didn't was because they were all former convicts and they were not allowed to own a gun. So <laughs> <laughs> you had a Texas church right there, my friend. Well, I had, and it was a street church. So you got, we had quite a mix there. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, I hey, bet. let's Newsom get too much press. I don't want you to forget our former governor, Schwarzenegger. That idiot went on TV just a couple of weeks ago to chastise those of us that haven't had the mm-hmm. vaccine yet. Yeah, you need to that. stop being so selfish. So what <laughs> if your rights are being taken away? Just grow up and suck it up. Here's the guy that lives on this estate that's I don't know how many miles long, can go anywhere, can do anything at any time, and he's yeah. lecturing the peons. Uh, yeah. We're all guilty of murder if we don't want to take that idiotic vaccine. I'm yeah, yeah. He said, "Screw your freedom." He said that's. He came out and he said that. And you know what? That sounds a lot like. That sounds a lot like Anthony Fauci. He came. Who came out and said, "Let Let's not concern ourselves with issues of personal liberties." I mean, he literally came out and has he forgotten the country he came out of? Austria. The, the Germans took over Austria without firing a single shot. It was all by brainwashing and seduction. And Austria mm. became part of Germany. Well, I mean, considering his ties to the Wuhan lab and the Chinese Communist Party and, and, and so forth, it's it's no surprise that he's not some big lover of liberty. He's a lover of getting injected with experimental vaccines, which they well, are it, still... Some people have said he may be the product of Hitler's eugenics program anyway. Who knows? Well, yeah, that... <laughs> Yeah, that it literally wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. There, there's hardly anything surprised me. I just we just found out actually that uh, General Milley 
and Rachel and Rachel Levine both played like football together in high school. The, the Obama's transgender like HHS, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, and General Milley like went to the same high school and played football together. I'm like, you can't what? You cannot make this stuff up. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's bizarro. It's bizarro world, but but they're, they're certainly stop being of, girly men and get your vaccine. <sighs> Isn't he like a vegan now? Is he, he he better not lecture us about manhood if he's a vegan. I'm sorry if I offended any oh, vegans boy, out wow. there. So we need <laughs> okay. So so back to uh, Newsom. I believe yeah. that he will be recalled. That this is going to happen. There'll be a new governor for another year and a half, and they'll do it all over again. They'll have a year and a half to to what? I I disagree. Out. I disagree, uh, JP. I think you don't I think don't, it'll happen. No, I think they're going to steal this, and unless God intervenes, I mean, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. And dude, mm-hmm. if I if you're right and I'm wrong. I will come on here and say JP's the greatest man except for Jesus to ever I walk the earth. Well, nope, I don't need that. I, I don't God need your words. Yeah. I don't need I'm your words. That, I'm I need hopeful a that God will intervene. Dinner. The only thing I know for sure Medium is that they rare. Will try to steal it. Medium I don't know rare. if they'll succeed. I know they will try to steal it. Okay. If Newsom wins, I'll buy you a steak. Medium rare. If Medium Newsom rare. loses, let's just don't buy me a steak. Let's just, we'll all, I'm sorry. Newsom. I'll buy you a steak and I'll eat it because you won't no, eat it. <laughs> I'm sorry. If if Larry Elder wins, I'll buy you a steak. If if Newsom wins, we'll just cry and you know. But that uh, that's my prediction. I could be okay. wrong, but I just think with all that they're doing, I think I think they're going to steal it. They're going to do they're it gutsy. again. But, They'll do it in the daylight nowadays. Yeah. So it doesn't really. And, and just, you're right. You may be right. Just, just to stay contemporary here, you know, if if I were a Democrat, I'd say, you know what, I'll just have part of JP's steak, and I'll have. <laughs> part of Ryan's hey, steak, if the Democrats win steak. more elections, you <laughs> better eat steak. as many steaks as you can because they'll be against the lawsuit. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! That's, that's true. Oh, I'll just stop yeah. that. See there now. You really we're not going to get into cow right will be now, living on watercrest sandwiches. Oh, oh watercrest! I love watercrest. That, yeah, suburbs will be illegal. Uh, living in uh, rural areas will be illegal. They want us all piled on top of each other. Uh, in well, the we cities. are in Texas, though, Bob. Sorry. We are. Yeah. Well, and here's we, the thing, guys. There's a rec- there's recourses. Like there's always secession. There's always, you know, other well, possibilities. If 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 yep, yep. if they pass the We the People Act. And, you know, they're going to be sued. And if it goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court does what they've been normally doing, which is be absolutely worthless. Then mm-hmm. the, you know, if the Supreme Court doesn't strike that law down as unconstitutional, then there are other recourses. That's the beauty of the system that God has blessed us with, this federalist system, yeah. that we have the freedoms that we have right now still because we're not Australia, because we're not Italy, we're not France, we're not just... We are a nation of nations, and the federalist system is acting as a hedge, at least for now, to protect our some of our freedoms and, and liberties, and hopefully, who knows? And I'm an optimist. I know I'm not an optimist about the California election. I am an optimist about the United States. I I still believe, man. I still believe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't, but I, I, I can't no, help it, and I must, and I will continue to believe and fight for this country that, that God has blessed us with uh, because— yeah. It, it it's worth it. It's it's an amazing amazing place, and uh, and be in, be encouraged by this. You know, we we all are in agreement about what took place in the last election, and I think every one of us feels that Trump had way more votes and won handily as far as the real vote. 
And if you watch the rallies that are going on, thousands upon thousands of people are there supporting him. I'm just thinking that there's enough Americans in this country. There are enough people that uh, are getting fed up. That's right. And and are not going to bow down uh, and and give in. I, I have to have some faith in that. Um, hey, on that note, whatever happened with this Mike Lindell thing? Because Fox News wouldn't mention it. I was seeing it for a while on OAN. I'm not even seeing it on OAN anymore. What was the response to that two-day broadcast that he did? I watched a lot of it. I thought it was excellent. Okay. I'm not hearing much response. What's going on with that? Why would you? Well, exactly. So well, I thought but, maybe you guys well, have something here. You didn't hear track any, on this that I didn't hear. You didn't hear any ramping up to that three-day symposium oh, of course either. Not. You didn't even hear not. Fox didn't even allow him to well, advertise. Fox has become as worthless as <clears throat> Justice You're Robert absolutely is. right. OAN, <laughs> OAN, Newsmax, we've got Telegram, we've got some areas out there that uh, are able to receive information. I was hearing more on OAN while it was going on. I haven't even heard, heard much from them lately. Well, well, uh, there's, well, there's go, well, go to Right Side Broadcasting, and I believe you can scroll through some of their feed, and you can find those, uh, those, uh, I believe, some of what they broadcast. But back to how it was received, um, here's what I knew. From the very beginning, they had most states represented. By the end of the symposium, they had 50 states represented. They had <clears throat> the information that they wanted to share uh, they shared, they had credence in Dr. Shiva, who was there. Uh, this gentleman in, invented email. He's an MIT professor. This guy is a genius and he spoke very well. You don't have people like that coming in and then doing a presentation, uh, and wasting their time or your time. If there is no credence to what Mike Lindell had put together and he had, and there was, uh, an, another gentleman that I think Ryan knows his name. He was fantastic. He's a lawyer at uh, a, a large university and he was a prosecutor <clears throat> and put together a side-by-side. I know you saw it. All that to be said, it was very well received. By the end of it, all 50 states were represented. And from my understanding, those representatives have gone back in order to put forth their two cents into having a forensic audit, very important word we learned, forensic audit, in each one of the states uh, for the for the 2020 election. So that that's and, my two and, cents and is Jake- that things are happening behind the curtain as we speak today. General Flynn was flying in to check those Maricopa County numbers. We have things happening right now as we speak, but who in the world's going to tell you about it? Well, and, and here's the thing also. So out, out of that, what do we have now? The, what and who has been the big holdup in Pennsylvania to getting an audit in Pennsylvania? Jake Corman, president of the Pennsylvania Senate. What has just happened? Jake Corman is now in favor of a full forensic audit in Pennsylvania. So it looks like there's a high probability now we're going to have an audit going through Pennsylvania. Now, back to the symposium, the all of the information, so there were a lot of great presentations, but Lindell was not actually able to release the information from those packet captures that they had, that they had intercepted the the data the steel data the steel well, yeah i heard lindell's own team got compromised and infiltrated yes they did there, there was a man named joshua merritt who uh, the the professor you're talking about jp uh, the professor's record is his uh his kind of brand and his his channel 
um, he, Joshua Merritt was, and him were good friends, and he had, apparently this guy had pulled, pulled one over on like everybody and uh, had actually compromised the group. So they had to get rid of him and some other stuff that happened where they couldn't release all of the packet capture data because uh, apparently because of security issues. So I think right now they are working on another time and another way that they can do that. But it's, you know, like we were saying, this is war. You know, you attack, they attack. You attack, they attack. And so I didn't I didn't expect, you know, this symposium to happen. Lindell files his thing with the Supreme Court. And, you know, Trump is president by the end of August or the end of December. Um, but... But there is advancement. I think the points you made, JP, are just right. I mean, you had all 50 states represented there, at least one representative from all 50 states, where they're like a like a literal rep, like a congressman or congresswoman um, uh, on the on the state level, at least. So it, it's happening. It's moved. There's all these moving parts. That's what's crazy about it. There's so much information, so many moving parts, and not only bad stuff, but good stuff is happening that the four of us and everybody listening don't know about either. There are heroes that are rising up, that are doing great things, and heroes will continue to rise up and do great things. And just who knows? And as the church prays, and as the church seeks the Lord, as the church repents of their sin and, and, and forsakes the wicked ways and turns to God, turns to Jesus Christ, like, I'm... The, the, that's us, boys. Yeah, that, that, that's church, us. That's right. That's way. that's the ultimate, right? That's kind of the ultimate moving part that you're not going to hear about on One America or Newsmax no. or Fox or certainly the the main uh, the mainstream media. So um, that's that's I think ultimately where we where we come back to. But you know, even yeah. if we don't win yeah. California, it, it ain't the end. It ain't over. God's on the move, and I think He's uh, who knows who knows what's going to happen. It's very difficult to predict anything these days, but at least we can we can count on the Lord. We can anchor ourselves in Him. And 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 he will he will keep us and and preserve us. So, um, well, guys, Good. well, this is uh, kind of a longer crosstalk, but that's okay. We had the return of JP, so we had to have, <laughs> we had to, of course, give him plenty plenty of room. About eight months of stuff he had to get off his chest tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, it was, all, really, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. really good, man. It was crosstalk the director's <clears throat> cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I don't work right. as studio that's magic. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to condense this very much, but uh, maybe a little bit. But uh, but no, guys. So so gentlemen, it's been wonderful as always. Thank you for joining us, and of course to all of our listeners, thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure visit us online cgmradio.com. Subscribe to our shows there. Uh, make sure to subscribe to JP's Political Matrix because he's going to be coming in hot and heavy with uh, with his weekly shows. So be sure to check that out. And of course, uh, Bob Siegel's daily podcast Monday through Friday. You've got theology, you've got apologetics, you've got you got Bible, you've got um, of course the political and and social and news commentary as well. So make sure to check that out and Jim Barrier's show as well his a weekly Bible study show where he's just hitting the scriptures hard it's solid scripture solid interpretation solid application you do not want to miss it so make sure to subscribe to those so thank you guys again for joining us God bless you all we'll see you next time